0: Monday is going to be a huge day, freeze MMD and the big King's birthday game, the first King's birthday game after it's been called the Queen's birthday for quite a while. Just a few years. Just a few years and uh, to talk to us more about it and to preview it from a Melbourne football club end is one of their former superstars and well look, I'm not going to lie, I did have 13 on the back of my jumper growing up. As well as a few other numbers, to be fair. <laughs> and not uh,
1: surprise
0: uh, me. <laughs> Adam Uze. Hey, g'day, Adam. Hey, guys. How are we? Couldn't right? be better, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, huge game on Monday, um, obviously against Collingwood, who are the league leaders at the minute. Um, what have we uh, thought of this week or the past couple of weeks on how we can beat them?
1: Yeah, well, obviously it's going to be a massive game. Um, we got a little bit of our form back on the weekend and, and obviously they're on a, um, on a hot streak at the moment. So, um, yeah, we'll have a look at – we've had a look at ways that we can beat them and we'll train that on Friday and, um, yeah, our boys can't wait to get out there. So, um, yeah, the tables have turned a little bit. I think last year we were 11-1 we or 10-zip or something at, at this time of the year and um, and they come out and hunted us. So this, this year it's a little bit um, – uh, flipped around, so we'll, we're obviously the underdogs, and which is not um, usual for us. So it would be nice to get out and see what we can do against the best team in the comp.
0: Have you, is it, do you feel more settled this year than uh, this time last year? Like, I mean, I, I mean, I know you've lost more games, but I don't know. Do, do you looking at looking at it um, that, uh, as Max Gorn said after the weekend, that you know it was unusual to be ten and zero.
1: Yeah, well um not sure if we feel more settled. We have had a, a fair a fair bit of interruption. Like Corny not playing for a few weeks and um obviously Quayton not playing last week. We've had some hiccups here and there with our defenders and um obviously Harrison Petty's out and um, out for a little while. Um so we can't wait to get him back in. So so considering all of that, we're really, really happy with where we sit in the win loss column and, and still in the top four. Um so yeah, we're 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 quietly confident about where our game sits, and at, and in doing so, we've we've tried different things. We've played with a smaller um, smaller backline. Um, we've tried petty forward. So we've had a look at a few different things in the first half of the year, and then uh, the next month will be about really betting down what we feel like is our best mix, and um, to hopefully have a real good run in it uh, into September. So um, yeah, we, we feel like we're going okay.
2: Adamus was here uh, thanks for joining us um you used to get a bit of the uh not the booze but the ooze crowd call uh, now we've seen uh, we see someone else getting a a crowd call did you firstly did you enjoy it and how's um young Jacob sort of handling that
1: yeah it's a it's a good question i it's funny i do, you, you don't really hear it in, unless you're having a set shot like when you're in the moment you don't hear the crowd when you're playing a game of footy um, so in, in in general play you don't hear it, and then obviously once you take a mark and you take a breath and you can hear the, the back end of it. So it's, then you get you feel a little bit excited. So um, I might talk to Rory about it and just give him my input on on how I dealt with it. <laughs> how did you deal with um, it? <laughs> uh, I just soak it up, you know, just enjoy <laughs> enjoy the moment. Um, no, nah, that that was good fun. And uh, my mum, um, my late mum, uh, she thought they were booing me every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, so that took a little bit of time for her to work that out, but uh, yeah, no, Rui's Ru in. Uh, he's a terrific oh, talent. Um, oh. He's still he's still scratching the surface. He, he could he could be anything. So um, yeah, we're liking his progress and we think his uh, upside is huge. Yep.
0: No, very good. I mean, just just on just on Clary, uh, do we do, do we know if he's
1: definitely in? Uh, we don't know. He, he, he's crook, so he's just Ooh. ill, so he's um, whenever any, any of the boys get any illness, they're, they're not allowed to come into the club, so we had um, Clary out yesterday I think Chan Chandler wasn't allowed to come in today so it, uh, just a little bit of the flu going around, so just uh, precautionary so if he, he's obviously um, he's got to train next week um, oh sorry, on Friday to be available so um, if he's still crook and can't train Friday, then it'll be too big of a risk mm-hmm. I think, based on his hammy so um, yeah, we'll just wait and see if he pulls through this illness and um, gets out there on Friday and shows, shows that he can run at top speed. But mm-hmm. he's, he's going well.
0: He's going well? OK, OK. That, that, that relates because One of the things that we're, it looks like we're missing in the last couple of weeks, it's, it's been brought up a bit, is, is the Melbourne's connection between their mids and forwards and that, that last kick inside 50 is just hasn't hit the targets and particularly against Carlton, the skills were a bit down... Uh, I mean, have you worked on it this week or have you worked on it um, constantly? I mean, it just just seems like that's part of the game that Melbourne are missing at the minute.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it is something that we work on each week. So I'll, um, I'll look after our stoppages and our offence. So that offence element or that um, connection piece within with our midfield and forward is, is on me. So um, I'll go through some education with our players the last couple of weeks. We've really liked the, the supply that we're getting and our opportunities on turnover. We just haven't capitalised. And um, whether that um, is because a little bit um, overcast, a little bit slippery and things like that, but some of it's just with our synergy. So we've got different forward, Like Joel Smith coming to the forward line on the weekend, and that takes a little bit of time with our synergy in our front end. Um, so we just want to make it really clear on what sort of options we're going to provide for the kicker um, each week and or, or on, every, on every entry. So... That clarity around our ball movement is something huh? we work on every every, every week. Um, and I think this year's improved. I'm, I'm not sure what our offense stats are, but I think we're pretty high up in scores for. So um, it's just always something that every club would be working on every week. Yes, no,
2: you don't. Now, Adam, there's two guys that do it, and I'm a North man, and so I'll, I'll say Nick Larkey does it. But there's a guy uh, down at Melbourne that every time he gets the ball, runs his fingers through his hair. Can we can we have a word to uh, young Freda down forward and just say your hair's fine, mate. It's beautiful. Just leave it alone before you take a shot at goal.
1: Well, it's a funny um, guy. <laughs> I grabbed the footy the other day and went to have a shot in front of him, and I said I'll, I'll kick like you. And then the first thing I did was push my hair back. <laughs> um, he, had, he had a good laugh, and it's funny. I, um, as a young fellow, I had an undercut as a kid. I had a yes. long, long hair, and you might know, remember, but I had an undercut and a big fringe and. Um, I had a cousin that recognised that I was running for the ball and moving my hair when I was about to go for a mark. And he said, if I didn't shave my hair or cut my hair, he ain't coming to watch me play ever again. So, um, so do- I don't think Frida does it before he goes for a mark. I don't mind that he's doing it for before he set shot. And that's part of his routine to make sure he looks nice and sharp. Um, but if he's doing it before a mark, I think that's a bit of an issue.
2: Well, I want to keep an eye on I think. Definitely. Yeah, we'll do. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Very good. Um, and speaking of the forward line, do we know what
0: our best forward mix is, or are we still going to experiment with that deep into the season?
1: Well, to be fair, we've got to keep trying. Like we've um, so Tommy Mack, unfortunately, he's hurt his ankle, so um, he's he's out for the next four to six weeks. So um, just by necessity, we've had to try something different, and that was we were most likely going to give Joel Smith a go anyway. So. You're always trying to work out what your best mix. So we we're we're not giving up on mate, um, Jake Melton playing, um, and we could go a little bit smaller. And obviously, we've got Ben Brown. Um, that's in pretty good form um, at VFL level as well. So we've always, I think, we're we're quite set with our small forwards. Um, we're just trying to work out what our best mix with, the, with our tools are because we've obviously got Corny and, and Brodie playing together as well. So that that element of having those two rucks, we've just got to work out what, what the mix is around them that best suits the way that we're moving the footy. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure whether that's going to be finalised um, really quickly or well, it's just going to be um, played as we go on and see how we, see how we feel. Um, it's working leading into the final. So, um, yeah, we're not too sure how that's going to land yet.
2: Is there anything that's come up that's sort of surprised you or, or taken the club by surprise this year? Given yeah, your, your, your last year's start, has anything sort of popped up that you thought, oh, we didn't think that would be a problem?
1: Uh, not not... <laughs> necessarily in our game. We, we, we base our game around our defensive contest so we feel like that, that part of our game is strong and um, and like I said we've tried different things. We've played Jake Lever on some big big boys this year which we hadn't done last year and um, and if anything happens we know that we can go to that and then obviously on the weekend we brought Tomlinson in to um, go with the three tools in our back line. So there's parts of our game um, that we feel like are really stable. Um, the thing that has surprised us is the fact that how even the competition is. So, um, yeah, it's no surprise that obviously the Bombers and that have, have stepped up and um, St Kilda's in the top four and things like that. Um, but just watching Kangaroos play us and on the weekend, and you think on paper um, they're just going to roll over them and then you watch the games, it's just like, wow, they've got some good kids and, and if you're not on your game, anything can happen on any, on any given week. So just how even the competition is is um, something that's really popped up this year.
2: Yeah, Very it's good. good for the viewer. It is.
0: yeah, it it's great for the game. Uh, now, tell what what you mentioned it before—the Gus and uh, Grun, uh, Gorn and Grundy—that um, combination. How have you seen that work, and it, is, has it been a success so far?
1: Uh, well, it has, and more to the point, is it's just going to get better. I think. Like they, we know what they can do as pure ruckman, um, and obviously Brody had to do it um, by himself without when Gorn, was um, when he went down injured in round two. So, um, we know that that's an that's a um, yeah, we've obviously got the bonus if any any of them go down. We've got a pure ruckman that can can take over. But um, what is getting better is their their forward craft. So they, they it's very rare that a ruck can just go play forward and just run around and do his own thing. That that, that synergy element within going kind to of work as a team and and as a unit down there. Um, is going to take a little bit of time. So even when we review the game, um, we reviewed last week's game, and and Gordy sat in with the forwards, and and I had Brody with the Um, rucks uh, and the midfielder so um, that's just going to take a little bit of time because obviously their one would is their ruck work Um, but we need them to um, know what they're doing when they go down and play in the front end so um, Gourney had three shots on uh, on goal on the weekend which Mm. is great Um, we need him to be able to be um, a potent force down there when he goes down and same with Brody. so at any stage as we did with Jacko last year um, if Jacko was on top corner, he would stay forward and give him a crack at staying in that midfield role. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a week by week thing. But yeah, we're we're really um, pleased with the way they're buying into playing in that in the front end and and the improvement that's happening each each week.
0: And tell us just when, when Max Gawn was uh, lining up for goal, I was a fifty five out. Um, did, what was going through your mind? Did you think he was going to
1: kick it? Uh, from that angle, from that spot I, don't know I pencil that one down and The closer ones are the ones that he worries mm. about um, Yeah, when he can free himself And um, just get on that arc And the guy that on the mark can't move much It's helped his kick But yeah, he, he's, he's kicked a few like that And that was actually a really important goal for us We needed it, yes. needed it steadier And um, yeah, he's done, he's done that a few times in the last couple of years So um, yeah, like I said His, his forward craft was um, He just took another step forward Within um, our forward group, and, and we really needed to keep improving, which is great.
2: Very good. It stuns me that forwards miss. It, it, they're paid so much money. It stuns me that they still miss. Is is there well, anything there? Them, yeah, you? is there anything?
1: Um, yeah, well, Choco, Choco <laughs> takes that to heart. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, our goal kicking has has gone through the roof. Look, like, I think up until the last couple of weeks, we were number one in accuracy. So. Um, but it is a really important part of the game and, and it is something that we do each week Whether it be out on the training track or in the craft room So um, we're constantly putting our players in scenarios And having little competitions And just making sure they're, they're working on their craft And, and you can see him with a guy like Bailey Fritchock. he He's an amazing kick at goal But there can be elements of the season or parts of the season Where you just start to um, stray a little bit and, and lose a little bit of confidence So he's going through that right now So Um, I think he kicked two, three on the weekend, which is unlike him. Mm. Um, So it's something that just constantly um, is evolving and and something that as coaches we're we're constantly looking for a little bit of an edge in that area.
2: Change his shampoo. Yeah, well,
0: well, (laughs) something like that. Now, obviously, Monday's uh, all around um, Neil Danaher and the Fight MMD. Um, He was your coach for the best part of a decade. Uh, What were your favourite memories of being coached by uh, the Reverend?
1: Yeah, it was obviously an awesome time. And he he was someone I obviously did look up to and and lent on a little bit when I started my coaching career. So I learned a lot from him. But uh, he he came into the footy club yesterday and um, yeah, they had some little stories and he gave a little story about me and and Matty Whelan yesterday, which was nice. But um, in all of it, I think the majority of the coaches are all maniacs. and, And to be fair, Neil off the field was this amazing um, kind-hearted like a father figure around the footy club and the minute he crossed that white line he just turned into a, an absolute psycho so um, <laughs> he's he's i'll never forget that our first we had a practice game in in new zealand in wellington or yeah i think it was wellington new zealand yeah. um, and it was just a practice game it was a nap nap cup game and um at halftime I'm watching him. I was watching him and the guy that helped with our magnet board, and I'm just moving. I was checking where I was playing and things like that. And um, he's spent five minutes moving the magnets around and making sure that everyone's right, so he could go and have a go and address the team. And then he's walked into the middle of the into the middle of the um, room looked at the magnet board and just smashed it on the ground and the magnets just went <laughs> and he just started yelling at everyone <laughs> about little incidents in the game about missing tackles and, this <laughs> like this, and just started giving everyone a bit of a serve and I was just like you've just spent 20 minutes <laughs> setting up that magnet board and your mate that's, and Fedo was helping or whatever um, and you've just gone and <laughs> smashed it um, and I was just like wow here we go He's, he means business this guy and, and like I said it wasn't even a mate it wasn't even um, it wasn't even worth four points, but um, <laughs> no, he was—he was. But part of that part of his coaching, you yeah. just knew like he off the field he cared so much that um, on the field he could give you a spray, and you just knew where it was coming from. So um, yeah, we can't get out. Can't wait to get out there and hopefully do him proud because um, yeah, the work that he's doing for the M and D, the whole that whole process and that whole uh, fundraising. I think back. Dana mentioned that they're up to seventy million now, um, which is just an amazing. I think they were looking when they first started; they were hoping to raise half a million dollars, and that that could have been a um, a big help in that area. But to to raise seventy million is just next level. So Massive. so proud of him.
0: It is extraordinary. And just just lastly, use before we leave you. I know you, you were run out of time, but um, there is a rumor that I read one day that. Uh, that um, I heard that you're playing for Shepparton and, um, I don't know, you rocked up in board shorts or something and you end up picking 20?
1: Is that true? <laughs> oh, look, I didn't mean to rock it. I wore board shorts to the game and then when I opened my bat, it was under 16s um, my school footy team um, yeah, and I had the shorts that I wore to the game and then I, when I went to get changed I looked in and I forgot, we'll play it in Tongala or somewhere, my country, Victoria and um I looked in. I didn't. I forgot to pack my footy shorts, so um, I just had to wear the shorts that I was wearing to the game. Um, right. So I copped a fair bit of stick from the crowd. There was, was about four people watching, a few of the dads. <laughs> um, so I copped a bit of abuse in the first first ten minutes, but I think a quarter time I had seven goals. And I really say much? Um, yeah, so that was quite funny. A
2: you move,
1: was it twenty in the end? Yeah, I did kick twenty. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 minute, the minute the coach felt I had. My opponent, and I had him beat They sort of put me in the goal square And cleared out the 50 And played a bit of Pagan's pay- Paddock Fair
0: Fair fantastic. So that was good fun Oh, fantastic That is so good uh, It was good luck on Monday, mate, yes, mate. Uh, The world will be watching So uh, And hopefully we uh, knock off these dirty pies Yeah, no worries It'll be good fun Thank <laughs> you, you. Man. Thanks, Adam Adam Uze there The assistant coach From the Melbourne Football Club Great insight into What yes. will be a huge day on Monday Freeze MMD and get your beanies, get your scarves and donate as much as you can because it's a great cause and it's headed by, of course, Neil Danaher and his courageous fight with this disease. And